0: Vitamin Dice is an actual play RPG podcast made by adults, for adults. Things can get pretty rowdy round this here game table, and it is not appropriate content for children. Content warnings can be found in the episode descriptions. Hello, old friend. You must hold out a little longer. Kyol is alive. Or at least Tiola thinks so. I know Kyol will come, he will stop his father and save the xualdi people just as we once saved him please Haru
1: hold on
0: Hello there, listener, and welcome back to A New World, presented by Vitamin Dice. That's V-Y-T-A-M-I-N, and Dice is spelled the regular way. I am your game master this evening, or morning, or whenever you're listening to this, and my name is Valandal Man. Today, I am joined by.
2: Well, hello there. My name is can't Not Cat. <laughs> Canton? <laughs> Canton? My name Wayland. is Canton Whalen.
1: <laughs> My name Canton is Wayland. Canton
2: Whalen, and I said the wrong name. Hi, I'm Caden Wise, and I am playing Keol Zuwalti. I
3: struggle with that. Who's next? <laughs> Let's move on. I'm Josh, and I play your favorite Scottish dwarf, Alec Ferguson. I am Hello. Frankie... Oh,
4: just Wait, kidding. Oh, go ahead. I'm after.
3: Yeah. <laughs> What? Wow, this really we is a cluster. Yeah, we're fucking on it today. This is our best one yet. I'm after Josh, right? Yeah, yeah that's you're next. We should, like, release this unedited, too.
4: <laughs> no. <laughs>
3: like, no. Dude, I, I would listen to this. Yeah, I would, too. <laughs> it's more natural, more fluid.
5: Uh, uh, Anyways, <laughs> Hello, I'm Connor Mann, and I am playing... The small bean, Elsie Wayward.
4: Hi, I'm Frankie, and I play Vax Botrus.
6: Hello, it's me again.
4: I'm Phoenix Ashlyn, and I play
6: Dr. Belmore. I'm happy to be back.
2: (laughs) Returning after the hiatus. Yes. He was dearly (laughs) missed. Hello there, this is your
0: editor speaking. The big things that happened while Dr. Belmore was away are the Pargy discover that they are in a time loop when Kiol and Bast, having finished the Illithid, were swarmed by Gith and cut them down valiantly until they were overrun. And instead of dying, they just saw a white light and they appeared back in the cell that they were in the first time they were brought here to Limbo by Zeol. And they have some shenanigans trying to find Heru Kai because Kyol's sister Teola says that she thinks Heru might have something to do with it and might be where Zeol got his time powers. Uh, So, you know, they were exploring the caves. They went the wrong way and got killed by some gif. And then they spent a really long time trying to cross a chasm. And Honestly, guys, I think you're caught up then, so just
3: get back to the episode, get back to
0: episode. Roll a d6.
3: Roll Uh-oh. a d6. Oh, fuck. All of us?
0: <laughs> no, just Kaden.
3: Uh-huh. Six. Your
0: maximum hit points are reduced by six for the foreseeable future. What?
3: What the fuck?
0: You come into the cell with your head still ringing. Uh-huh. The explosion shook a few things loose.
2: This being the only one to
3: truly remember what happened, is becoming very annoying. All I remember mm-hmm. is that you did something fucking stupid. Can't remember what though.
0: Josh, actually, uh, to honor the continuity, Helig doesn't arrive back in the cell. Oh wait, way.
3: shit! That's right.
0: So yeah, we actually get a reprieve <laughs> for like
3: five minutes. Yeah. <laughs> IE <laughs> Shut your fucking mouth,
0: God <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. Um actually you're oh. not here yet. <laughs>
6: um actually you can shut up,
3: sweetie. <laughs>
0: yeah.
6: <laughs> I'm eleven, so shut the fuck up.
0: <laughs> so what do you, what are the rest of you
2: talk about? <laughs> yeah, I'm so confused. Oh, Alistair, you're back.
6: Yeah, so I I was in the lantern and now This, I guess, time loop? I don't quite know what y'all have been calling it. This time, I'm standing there. And I look annoyed. I look very annoyed.
2: (laughs) You're here. This is new.
6: Welcome to the party.
2: You must have a numerous amount of questions.
6: I have been trying to read the same book for the last... I don't know how long it's been. And every time that I get to chapter eight, my pages go back a hundred. What is going on?
2: Well, you see.
6: Last I remember, a big fight, my familiar. Where is he? I'll figure that out later. He was helping you, and then I was in my lantern, and now I'm here, and you all look very tired. Uh.
2: It has been a day, that is for certain, and a continuous one, as it continuously repeats every time that would Kiyol realize that every time he died, the loop resets?
0: Mm, you can make an investigation check if All you want right. to know if your character has realized this. Just before I met a game. <laughs> Eleven. I don't think that you've figured it out, but you have realized that it's not just as simple as after X amount of time, time loops. After- There's something other. It's something <clears throat> else. Yeah. And You've I forgot. just come to that conclusion. It's something other than time loop? Right. Like, it, it's it's not as though it's 60 minutes exactly and then
2: time loops? Uh, so Keol realizes that something happens each time to cause the time loop to reset back to this moment. Right. I also forgot to do guidance. Ah. <laughs> every time! Alright, every time uh, I make a skill check, it's just going to be guidance. Guidance, guidance, guidance. Guidance, guidance, guidance.
4: Put a sticky note on your monitor that says guidance. <laughs> Where are the
2: That's an excellent idea, Doctor Belmore.
0: Hello. Your lantern begins to glow in a mantis shrimp color
3: that only oh, you it can mantis see. Mantis shrimp like multiple colors, though. No, it's yeah, a it, color it's, only a it, mantis shrimp can see. It, uh, yeah,
6: it's something that only me and and the, yes, and the beloved the, mantis what, shrimp can
3: see. Sixteen trillion different shades they can see, or something like that.
6: Exactly.
3: It's one of those.
6: As, as soon as this glow starts to happen, I look down at the lantern and start sweating.
3: <laughs> it's like, whoa! What color's that? Inconceivable! Have a good. That day. That color drives my brain to the point of madness. What yeah, is going on there? Inconceivable! Have a good um, day.
2: Every time I look at it, I feel the witheringness of my intelligence just for
4: one thing. Ebbing away. look away. Can we see this color in the in limbo? Uh.
2: I, for some reason, I cannot look away. It is drawing me ever closer. <laughs>
6: You'd be able to see that it's glowing, but you wouldn't be able to see what color it's glowing. You can just tell that it's brighter than normal.
2: This is a color that is not natural.
6: Ah, uh, so um, how many of you are okay with us having some company?
5: Define company. I, I love meeting new people.
3: Uh... And just then, <laughs> Aleg swarms into the portal. <laughs> oh, you mean Aleg?
6: <laughs> no, I don't mean Aleg.
3: Oddly timed, but
2: well met, Alig. How are you feeling?
3: Uh, make it stop!
2: What the he- Time loop of your hangover, because I'm afraid...
6: Both. That's fair. And as this is going on, I'm kind of stepping back further until I, like, hit, hit... I We're in the cell that we were in two episodes ago, right? Yep. Yes. Indeed. Eilig so, is face
3: down on the bricks right now.
6: I'm backing up until I hit a wall, and I'm looking at the lantern just... Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Um.
2: Alistair, is everything all right?
6: No. Uh, okay. Um.
2: Should we be worried as I pull my gun from my holster?
6: I apologize if he acts a little uncouth and I carefully clean the lantern.
0: He? That's what you do to, like, summon
3: his avatar, yeah? Yes. Uh, describe uncouth.
6: You'll see. And as I, as I, you know, clean the lantern, out comes this frankly beautiful, but smoky looking person.
3: <laughs> now when you say smoky, do you mean like they're physically smoking or they're gray colored?
6: As in like their hair looks like it's made of like thick industrial smoke. Their legs are almost mist like.
3: Imagine a genie know. with smoke for hair. Exactly. The Industrial Revolution and its consequences have been irreversible for humanity.
6: <laughs> A djinn? Yeah. Yes, my gin. This is the. Yeah.
3: I think
0: the cell is not quite tall enough that he can stand up straight, so he's kind of hunched over,
2: glowering down at you. By GIF! What's in it? The... Who is that? Hello,
6: Agdradax.
2: What?
0: What? fuck? fuck? F- 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 is going on, Alistair?
6: Uh, that's a great question that I was trying to find out myself. What are you doing here? Do you mind if
0: we step outside and have a little chat?
6: Uh, sure. Um... If you all will excuse us
0: before you finish talking, Agderdax just like picks you up and puts you outside of the cell. What the <laughs> and then flo- and then he floats out and and like <laughs> begins to to float like he's power walking outside of the cell. <laughs>
2: Does Tiola see this as she's walking? Tiola is walking
0: in and she's just like, "What the fuck?"
6: <laughs> she's like, "Hello,
4: where are you?"
2: I just sort of what lean, try this? and lean as much as my head out the bar as I can to look down. <laughs> Trust me, sister. I am as confused as you are. What the fuck is that? I have no idea.
0: You recognize me very fast also. What is going on?
2: Yes, uh, we got through the spiel. And so, I unfortunately set off a trap, blew us all up, and we are back here. Idiot. You're so aggressive. <laughs> it Idiot. is wholly unnecessary. I have owned up to my mistakes.
0: Outside of the prison, Agdrax is waiting, smoky arms crossed. Like a like a disappointed like a disappointed parent. Yeah, disappointed
6: parent. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Not mad. Oh
3: my god. <laughs> I'm just disappointed.
6: You're gonna make Dr. Belmore act
3: like a kicked puppy. <laughs> he comes back in. Damn, why well you gotta put that visual in my head? Now I'm sad.
0: <laughs> that's a you know, that's that's a good way to describe it, honestly.
6: Hello, Agdrax. <laughs>
0: Alistair?
6: Yes.
3: Care, Care to explain? Aleg <gasps> sits up and whispers to Bast, more like, Adridax. <laughs> hey, can we hear them from over here? <laughs> no. Definitely not.
6: I did say Adridax's name before I was taken away. Yeah, oh, yeah. So.
2: so then the joke is still. Yeah.
3: <laughs>
6: yes. <laughs> um, I wish that I could tell you, but. I have been in my lantern this whole time. Um...
0: Did I not ask you to inform me if you would be traveling to other planes?
6: That's where we... Uh, I... I remember this, yes. I was not aware that I was going to be traveling. It kind of happened suddenly and without my permission.
0: Roll a persuasion check.
6: That is the. It truth? is no. true.
3: Yeah, I telling the That's truth. why it's not deception. And oh, he's called Adric, so don't forget guidance.
6: Oh, that did not go well. You just it's got a it. two. You, you just. I got, got a two.
3: A dumpster two. Yeah.
6: You look mad. Well,
0: well then, then at, at least tell me you found, found out something, something about the little, little thing, thing that you that go, go around. around. To, to planes, planes with. with.
6: Um. El-
0: El- Elze, Elze. Or whatever, whatever it's it called. called.
6: Her name is Elsie. and yes yes, yes, yes. I've seen her do something that I have never seen before. I've never seen anybody do this kind of magic. She cast this spell. I never got to see what it did because we were interrupted. But I heard it. I heard her cast a spell named after herself. It was Elsie's- starlight something i heard her cast this spell i think she can create her own magic but i can't be certain because a lot of things have been going on since we got to the new
2: world
4: this whole campaign is secretly elsie's campaign
2: yeah apparently (laughs) hey i will defend elsie with my life
6: yeah me too
0: Alistair, you do want your wings, don't you? Uh,
6: More than anything. Uh, Please.
0: Then the next time I wish to speak to you, you are to tell me where Elsie
3: is from.
6: Okay, I can do that.
3: I'm sure she would tell you. I don't think that's gonna be that bad of a secret.
6: Never ask though. It's
3: not like she it's not like she's tight-lipped or anything. Uh, and right? it's never
6: occurred to Belmore to ask. So uh, Cause he's not a social person. It's never occurred fair. to him to ask. Also, I, see. Like,
2: I mean yeah, none of us exactly. did either, to be fair. I
6: will I will get that information for you, I promise.
2: Very well. And I will, I will see, see
0: you, you again soon, again. Alistair.
6: Yes, Dax.
0: He begins to just fade away into the wind.
6: <sighs> Shit. What am I going to do? <sighs> I just got
2: to... Let us get back to the cave, to the main entrance, seeing as that seems to be the most safe, quote-unquote, location that we know of. There is no present danger, at least.
0: Do any of you think you would talk to Alistair while you come out of the prison?
2: Well,
6: I I would like... I'm standing there, like, fidgeting and, like, looking at the lantern, looking
2: nervous. (laughs) I would like to get to a safe location, and then I feel like I would like to tell you all a story.
0: Okay. Wow probably want to stop inside the cave with the the chalk drawings on the walls. That is correct. Or do you want to try to get
2: across the chasm first? No, I want to stop before we get to that location. This is the first
6: time that Alistair is seeing any of it, so while he's <laughs> nervous, he's kind of like wide-eyed, like,
2: what the fuck is going on? So we go into the cave. There are chalk drawings all over the place, you said?
0: Yeah. And the script is in the language of the Gith, which is a uh, spiraling outward sentences.
4: And the chalk drawings are, like, blueprints.
2: Yeah,
0: there are diagrams
2: also. There's diagrams of, like, weapons, I believe. Okay. Are there chairs in here as well? Mm, no. All right.
0: You can sit on the ground in the cave.
2: Is it dark in here, by the way? Kind of. Kind of?
6: I do have a lantern that can be used for actual light, too.
2: Why don't you place lantern. it on the ground,
5: Alistair, and everybody gather around. I take okay. out my, my staff, and I put up the, uh... The dome. The dome. (laughs) And
6: I gently sent my lantern down. My hands are shaking as I set it down, and I kind of fiddle with it, and eventually it does light like a normal lantern, but all of, like, it's not just, like, a golden glow because it's stained glass. There's, like, red on some walls, green on some walls, blue, orange, purple. Walking into, like, a cathedral, that kind of stained glass light, but going outward instead.
1: Indeed. All right. Is everyone sitting
6: Yep. What kind of story do you have to tell?
1: This is a story. A spooky
2: story (laughs) that requires limited amount of interruptions, please. I'll mute my mic. (laughs) Thank you. This is a story of my life.
0: Caden, I might suggest that it would be quite cinematic if you have everybody hold hands. Mm -hmm. And the gith have a way of dream sharing. Okay. You can all be connected through psionics. And I'll see the same thing and hear the same things. If you will take my
5: hand, I wish to show you something.
4: We all join hands.
5: Yeah, I'm gonna yes. sit like right next to Kiel and just hold his <laughs> hand.
6: <laughs> I think I'll be on the other side of Kiel. So yeah, I'll be grabbing. Uh, hold sit- my hand. Okay, I'll sit next
2: to <laughs> can also join in. Everyone closes their eyes, and you feel your consciousness fade into almost a dream state. Not quite dreaming, but you see things within your mind's eye. What you first see is the endless scape of limbo. A void only filled with the floating debris and dust. And on these one large pieces of stone, a body. The body of Kyo. I was exiled from my people. The Soldat tribe. Cast out into the endless void of limbo. People don't age here. Nor do we need to eat or drink so death does not come quickly as it would in any other place instead you are submitted to another kind of death you are driven mad the solitude and loneliness is inescapable but somehow i managed to hold on to what little of my sanity was left i was (laughs) saved i suppose you see the rock carrying the body hits a larger portion Keol kind of looks up wearily, he looks exhausted, drained of most life, looks up and sees four individuals, each holding pepper boxes or other sorts of firearms in his direction. I was found by those I would come to know as the first members of the Zualti tribe. The first ones I was introduced to. They thought me a Githyanki spy. They were not wrong to think so. I wore the armor of my clan and they were distrusting of strangers. So they took me captive. Interrogated me in the hopes of finding any information about Githyanki whereabouts. I told them everything. I had nothing to hide. They were surprised by my forthcomingness. You see in the vision, two of the individuals are sort of dragging Kiel to the massive monastery that we are all in. Uh, And then you see the vision turn to a dark cell with three individuals, one of them sitting in front of Kiel, who is also sitting in a chair, arms tied behind his back as two other individuals stand behind the other person. There seems to be conversation going on. Kiel doesn't look beaten. Or bloody, like he's had to take a beating to get the information out of him. He just looks like he's having a conversation. It took a lot of time. I'm not entirely sure how long, but eventually I went from a prisoner to a closely watched captive to somewhat of a fascinating student, I suppose. You see the scenes change. He's taken out of his binds, still trapped in a cage. Then the cage is gone and he's in a small room, sparsely decorated. The scene changes and he's in a, looks like a classroom of sorts. I learned much, found myself finding a kinship with these gith. Above all else, the Zualtis had come to value emotion. Most other Gith on either side of Gith culture see emotions as a weakness removed from one's consciousness. But not the Zueltis. They raised a young generation to begin the process of understanding emotion. I was fascinated. I thought them all fools at first, but after I met a few of these individuals, I thought less so. The scene changes, and Keol is now standing in a, what looks like a training ground with two younger-looking Gith, Jeor and Deor. They seem to be training, with Keol sort of standing with his arms crossed, stopping every so often to give instruction. I found myself becoming a teacher of sorts, training some of the Guardians. Those that they called the Hakar Jarim. They are the guardsmen of Zan Hakarin. Jor, Deor, and Kiol sitting by a fire, enjoying a few drinks. The two twins are laughing, and Kiol has his stoic face, but he cracks an ever-so-slight smile. You see a flash of the face of Jor, who we have found is dead, currently. I didn't get to say goodbye to him, but they were not the only ones I had met. This scene changes and you see Zan Hakarin as it goes down beneath it to great halls that look to be filled with workshops, forges, crafting benches, and just the noise of tools on metal, just so much machinery going on. The halls of artificing beneath Zan Hakarin were the stuff of legend. And those beneath created such masterpieces. Truly, if they wished, they could conquer all of Limbo. But they merely wished to build, and to learn and to feel i had met the head artificer harukai the one who apparently has trapped us within this never-ending loop he taught everyone at least the modicum of tinkering and i learned from him came to respect him greatly but where my mind truly gained its experience and the scene goes back we shift through the halls into the Great Spire, and you see it is a ginormous library. Fill, wall to wall, shelves upon shelves of books. The Munak Pythilial, the Mind Palace. This was my home. This was where I read every book of every great work. And I met the head of the library, Tassa Kai. You see an elderly-looking gif, a scene of Kyol studying numerous books, and Tasa brings another pile of books, and he just eagerly goes into reading another one. And she just looks over his shoulder and gives him a wry smile, and then goes back to collect more tomes. Tasa, she was everything I wished I could have had in a mother. She taught me so much. I hope she is still alive. But where my story truly picks up and we go back down into the artificing halls, he's in a tiny
1: corner of the artificing
2: halls, tucked away from all others, where a singular person worked diligently to construct some of the greatest works I had ever known. She always did have a knack for tools. And you see, feverishly working at a workbench is another gif. Hair appears to be tied back in a massive conglomeration of thick braids, a sleeveless tunic with an apron and belts of tools and pouches filled with various gears and other things as she is just working furiously on three different projects at once. She stops for a second and turns and we are seeing this from the perspective of Keol in this moment and you see she has she is beautiful, vibrant green eyes and a smile that is welcoming and warm. Feels like Oh, I want to talk to this person. She seems like she is awesome for whatever reason. My greatest discovery was my Unakai. She saw through what many might have assumed to be a cold exterior, and together we built something truly beautiful. There's just memories of the two of them working on projects, eating dinner together, and then transferring to them, taking walks through limbo upon the balustrade of the fortress talking and laughing and smiling a, br- a wide smile which might seem strange to everybody stranger things have happened what <laughs> <laughs> am You see the two of them studying in a library. We worked so well together, but there were still so many things we wished to accomplish. So many centuries left to conduct experiments and go forth with our knowledge. And we just felt that what we had wasn't quite enough. There needed to be more, a way for us to to consolidate knowledge so entirely that it was as if one person was working simultaneously. So I researched and researched and found myself a ritual. You see scenes of him feverishly looking through tomes and books. He stops suddenly and looks at this very complex series of circular scripts written in Gith. till I finally found it, a ritual that would bind our minds together. The Tu Alta, the Mind Tether. It was dangerous. There was a potential that both of our minds would be completely destroyed. But we thought it was worth the risk. And we were right. It was successful. We found a way to join our minds together in such a way that... We could see each other's thoughts and grow from each other's knowledge. I found myself becoming an expert in tinkering. I had never been such a thing. Her became a master marksman. It was incredible. We were a force to be reckoned with. And then it changes to a scene of the Zualti tribe is gathered in a large room. Two groups on central side with an aisle going down the middle and a gith. Very old, actually, and also looks very regal and royal, wearing robes of purple and gold, and you see Kyol and Unakai walking down this aisle together towards this person. There's no words exchanged. This is all just a scene that you're watching. The two of them turn to each other. Kyol presents a beautifully crafted saber to Unakai. She presents to him both his pepperbox silence and his mask. Takes the mask. He turns to the crowd and you see everyone in the crowd is wearing a mask and all of them have different faces on them, different features, different designs. He puts his on and you're expecting the tragedy mask. But instead, this like flowing tendril pattern goes up the side of his face and it's just a casual looking face with two eyes, a... Slight smile. It's not showy, but it is beautiful in its own way. And then the scene ends. We were together for, must have been at least a thousand years. And then it happened. You see Zen Hakaran under siege war machines striking at the adamantine fortress, bouncing off but still causing damage to the parts that aren't made of adamantine. Githyanki storming the gates. You see a massive cluster of the Zualtis gathered at the front gates. Guns at the ready. Kiol looks like Jeor Deor standing at the forefront. Unikai is also standing next to Kiol. You see Kiol says something and the rest of them shout and lift up their guns and prepare themselves as the gates... Crash open in a flood of Githyanki storm through. And it is a slaughter at first as all guns fire simultaneously, eradicating the first wave. But the Githyanki keep coming and coming. Soon, the Zualtis are overwhelmed. Many fall. Unakai and Kiol Jeor, Deor are fighting phenomenally, killing as many Githyanki as they can. Until Unakai grabs Kiol and motions back towards the Munak Pythilial. The battle was going ill. We knew that we could not win. Their forces were too many and we were ill-prepared, as sad as it is to say. We attempted to retreat, pull as many people back as we could. Xanakarin, it turns out, was connected to another place in the Primaterial Plane, a portal between both dimensions, built by our leader, Armadon Kai. We knew that if we got to that portal stone, We could get as many people out as we could. Perhaps maybe the Zualtis would survive to fight another day. But the first time we attempted to get the first group out. A massive circular room with a runic circle up top stairs in the center of it. With many Gith on top of this sort of runic circle. The doors are burst open. Gith Yankee flood in. Zeul, Kyol's father, walking in, and Kyol attempts to hold them off as best he can. The ritual looks like it's at the pinnacle of sending as many people back, but you do see many of the gith that are trying to escape are getting cut down and shot down until there's only like a handful left. I attempted to save as many people as possible, but my father, I watched him slaughter so many of my family members. We almost escaped, but then... You see a sword pierce through Unikai's chest. Holding on to the sword is Zeol. Pulls the sword out and Kyol grabs Unikai and uses a telekinetic force to shove Zeol back as the ritual is suddenly completed. Kyol, Unikai and only a couple if that, of other gith, managed to escape. And they're on a grassy plain just covered in blood. You see Kyo holding Unakai as she sort of just rests a hand on his face and then passes. I could not save her. I could not save any of them. Those of us who survived and escaped parted ways. I buried Unakai on that hill and wandered. You see him just Disheveled wearing his mask and his clothing that he you first met him in but just sort of wandering I searched and searched for anything any way to get back any way to have my vengeance to drive my knives into the heart of my father but I could not I found nothing I was alone but then I heard it curled up in the fetal position beneath a large tree as he hears and you also hear the sound of a female voice it was so faint I thought so. finally mad, but it became clearer and clearer as the days went by. And I suddenly realized my Unakai, my adamantine flower, was not gone. She was still here, he points to his head. The Munak walther had bound our minds together. When her body died, her consciousness still existed within mine. Suddenly I found myself a carrier, a guardian for my wife. And so that is who I have been speaking to when I speak to no one. You see scenes where you have seen him sort of staring off into the middle distance, looking at what seems to be a personified version of Unakai and talking to this projection of Unakai. All the various scenes that you've seen him sort of talk to himself or not pay attention or thought it was strange that he was just hanging out by himself. Unakai has always been there. And you feel your, your consciousness begin to return and you all can open your eyes again and so there's my story i felt that you all deserved at least something for the trouble that my past has put you through he just sort of looks and stares into the lantern for the audience the projection of unakai just sort of puts a hand on his shoulder and you see Kiol just put his hand on his shoulder with nothing there all of you do
6: but we can tell mm-hmm. Thank you for sharing. I know that must have been difficult. You don't seem like the type that likes to talk about yourself.
1: I have not had anybody to share this with since that day.
6: Well, you got us. Kind of a ragtag group of people to trust, but you got us.
2: He just sort of nods.
6: I
4: give your hand a little squeeze before I let go.
2: He looks at Elsie. I wanted to tell you for a while, but you remind Unakai of a younger sister. She passed, unfortunately. So few survived the hatching.
5: I I don't know what to say, but I I understand how you feel. How she felt.
6: So, Kyo, how can we help you? What do you need from us, your friends?
2: Well, first, I would like to find what remains of my family and ensure that no one else dies. No one else. Not one more. And after that, I would like... He pulls out his gun. To place this to the temple of my father... Pull the trigger and watch as his smug face is blown away. And finally, I have had a project in mind. Something that uh, I did not think I would be able to accomplish in the primordial Plane. But now here in my home, it might actually be possible. Though I might need assistance for it. But he pulls out the many rings on his gauntlet that you've seen each light up to create sort of a diagram. And in this diagram, you see a body a humanoid female body. You can tell that it is made completely out of metal. I have been working to create something that might be able to house the consciousness of Unakai, bring her back a physical state, so taps on his skull. This is not so crowded.
6: You want us to go old mad scientist?
2: Well, I figured if there were any other people who would want to accomplish such a feat, it might be those who went to a brand new world with, Literally no knowledge of it.
6: <laughs> well. And my hands have stopped shaking at this point, And I carefully put one of them in the middle over the lantern and just, oh, I'm in.
4: You see Bast kind of like looking thoughtful. And then she looks at you and she's like, I think it's a great idea. I'm in.
5: I'm in too.
3: And Eilig goes, well, I have fuck all knowledge in artificing and stuff of the like, but I'm in. And he puts his hand in. What does Tiella do? She puts her hand
0: in.
2: She says, I am in, of course. Keol pauses for a sec, looks at all of you. His face has been stoic this entire time. And he cracks a tiny smile. Brother, what is that? Your face does not do that. (laughs) And it goes away.
6: Oh, come on.
2: It does not happen often. (laughs) But thank you all. Now, let us try not to die again, because otherwise Tiola will forget... And then I will have to go through this whole speech with her, and it'll be
0: very. I will forget what? What will I forget?
2: It, uh, it is unknown why you do, but every time this loop ends, you seem to forget. What are you talking about? I thought that we had I'm told you I'm not entirely when we were in on the cell. same
6: page. Oh, I'm not on the same when? page as you
0: either. Uh, <laughs> no, you just told me that we should escape the prison. <laughs> you had a plan. Oh,
2: well, then. Uh,
4: we are, in fact, trapped in a time loop. We don't yes. know why.
6: That's not comforting.
2: It appears to be that Harukai, one of my old teachers, has constructed some sort of uh, chronomatic time loop. Okay, interesting. Centered on something. But every time this group seems to die, the loop resets. Apparently my father has mastered some sort of chronology magic himself. I have shot him in the head twice, and he has, well, the first time he came back to life, the other time... he. Stopped the bullet in midair. Very frustrating. I
6: didn't think that chrono magic could be used for that.
2: Whatever my father has accomplished, or Heru has accomplished. First of all, I want some of that.
0: <laughs> Fair enough. After you and the others escaped, Ziol did not kill Heru. He took Heru capture, forced them to teach our father how to harness the... Time psionics. I did not see much of it, but Heru was not the same. Like a empty shell. I spoke to Heru a couple of times afterward, but it was like talking to a wall.
2: And he is back in zan
0: No, he has not stepped foot there since.
2: He escaped, right? He did, eventually. Yes. Right. So that is who we have been chasing. With any luck, the rest of my family, who survives will be with Heru. But this is the last place I would thought to look to find them. And we have already died twice in these caverns.
0: It is not going well then. No, <laughs>
2: it is not. The first time we went down a pathway and were immediately ambushed by Kithyanki and were killed. The second time there was a trap that I attempted to disarm and uh an just eyeing you. I underestimated my capabilities, there was also a bit of bad luck involved, and I set off the trap, which killed all of us. And I apologize, aleg
1: <laughs> He sharpens
2: his glare, like, hmm? Is you, that so? You really need to work on these aggressive issues. I'm sensing a lot of passive aggressiveness.
0: Traps do not make me nervous. Yeah. idiots who Idiot. trigger Idiot. traps make me nervous. Oh, you share Idiot.
2: that same trait.
0: <laughs> What do you mean?
6: Did you just become French for a second?
0: <laughs> it no. is slowly just, yeah. slipping
1: into French every now and then. Allez, mon
6: dieu!
0: The parts that are French, I'll have to re-record. When I try to do, like, an African accent in a higher pitch voice, it just becomes French over well, time. I
3: mean, uh, <laughs> the French did own Algeria for quite a long time. So Northern African does have that... I, I never freeze. For reason. I never
1: freeze. Engage I all never defenses. Freeze. And get this man a shield. Get this man a shield. And
0: a baguette. <laughs> <laughs> okay, how do you guys get over the, the the chasm this time?
2: Not the same way. Okay, uh, do I have any psionic dye? I don't believe so.
0: Mm, I don't, yeah, I don't think so.
2: God, should
5: we I
0: rest? I think he used
2: them all Let's take a short rest. I feel like that's something that we should always do. Mm,
0: I think Tiola would warn against
2: that. If we proceed forward, there is no telling what other obstacles there will be, and I will feel much better if I have a bit of psionics on my side. I have, like, a single spell slot left.
0: If you want this to be the last loop, staying here for too long is a bad idea. They will search for us.
4: Well, did you learn anything from the last time you tried to disable the boom-boom?
2: Well, I learned what kind of trap it is. I believe we all did. <laughs> I think I can Sorry, get it. Be laughing. I, it literally was just the worst luck, I feel. It is within my skill set to do this. Is This is something I can do. And from a distance.
0: Well, first we have to get across
2: this chasm. How did we do how, it last time? How far Many across Many of us it? misty stepped and bust. You fell into the ravine.
4: Could you move Earth to make a bridge or something? A
3: hey, listen. That might uh, be too long.
4: Is it too,
3: yeah. I why? I Zephyr striked over, and then I made... That uh, is not true. I didn't. I, okay, well, all I remember fact is I somehow... find this to be false. <laughs> Here's <laughs> all why. All I remember is that I made it over, and for everyone else that fell, I was I think going you to make stairs. the stone the, stairs, and the then I was like, wait.
4: The staff of unmoving. Yeah, yeah. and then I used the, the staff
3: of unmoving and tied it. The, the, the immovable to rod, it. yeah. Yeah. I think I think me Teola, Elsie. Do you have misty step? Yes, that's right. I misty yes. stepped. Yes.
2: So the I four don't. of us misty stepped, and Bast had to be the one to jump over. So if all four of us, no, mist- no, 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 you guys sent Bast in first. Yeah.
0: Waited till Bast was at the bottom of the chasm, and then all of you misty stepped across. <laughs> yes.
3: like, oh, okay,
2: that's the worst. Such to be not right. life. So this time, this time, let's all of us misty step over, and then when Bast you jump over, we can all just ex- try and help you get across.
6: I can be in my lantern for this too, if we're willing to fudge the amount of times I'm allowed to be in there.
2: Uh, this is technically the same day.
0: Uh yeah, any time that you've been in in the your lantern when it's looped doesn't count.
6: Okay, we're good. Then yeah. I can get in the lantern.
2: <laughs> How far across is it? 20 feet.
6: 20
4: feet. I don't know, dude. I don't want to fall again.
2: I cast guidance on you. Before you misty step. Before I misty step. I
5: I think I I have might have a way to get her across. Okay. I, I've never tried it before. Any, anything is better than nothing.
2: We really have to get to a safe location as quickly as possible. <laughs> Ooh, just a torrent of different colored <sighs> mist just go across. Once yeah.
6: you guys are on the other side, I'm out of the lantern again.
5: And then I cast, I cast Elsie's Starlight Tether on Bast and then pull her across. Okay.
6: Alistair's eyes are completely wide as this is happening.
5: So is Kyo's.
6: Alistair's like, what? She Keogh can and, more?
2: and Alistair both <laughs> look simultaneously down at Elsie. <laughs> like,
4: and Bast is just <laughs> clueless because she doesn't know anything about magic.
2: So we get to the hallway that has the trap. Yeah. And over the trap is. Everybody. All right. So I, I say everybody get back. I cast guidance on myself. Okay.
6: I'm standing in front of Elsie with one of my wings out protectively. I'm having a friendship moment.
2: <laughs> I will use Mage Hand thirty feet away to attempt to disarm this trap. Alright. Make a check with your
0: thieves
1: tools.
6: Oh god. Don't forget to add your guidance, cause you did that this time.
1: And I said it.
2: <laughs> nat twenty!
1: <20! laughs>
2: wow! 20? <Yeah. laughs> so 20! You 20. truly do
0: Hold just exactly on. the opposite of what you did last time.
2: With a 4, <laughs> that is 29. Doesn't a nat 20 add a bonus to it?
0: For skill checks, it's a plus... I say it's a plus 5 because I use DCs that are higher than 20.
2: So that is 34. Oh my god. Oh yeah, redemption!
0: <laughs> <laughs> you disarm the trap.
3: Expertly. See? Nothing but luck,
0: and it's very anticlimactic because nothing happens.
3: So all we're lading on is luck. Oh, we're fucked, aren't we?
6: Probably, but that makes it more fun. Indeed,
2: can't I'm
3: argue not usually a fun
6: guy. You
2: can't
3: but... argue with that.
2: <laughs> all right, we have no idea what is up ahead. Everybody, be careful. I suggest we try and go as stealthily as possible. That okay. way, uh... we are not ambushed. But prepare yourselves, and I draw my weapon. Anything could happen.
3: Alik casts Invisibility. Excellent. All right. That's I so fair.
6: draw my Copesh. All right. The lantern is off now. It's not emitting any light.
5: I cast Guidance on Bust. Is Alik the best at stealth? No, I, I think have a plus so. three.
3: I've got a a plus he five. Has, three as well.
4: He has magic boots
3: yeah
5: yeah oh, and you're yeah.
3: invisible shouldn't that give me a bonus too because now i'm invisible and literally silent so
0: you're invisible and you get advantage on stealth checks not to make noise but my boots
3: make me walk silent i have the boots of the elven kind advantage is the bonus
2: as opposed to yeah. a flat bonus it just All gives right. you advantage you also are All invisible right. mm, and no. you can't be
5: heard
0: i i like the argument he's making though because he has the boots of the elven kind While he has invisibility up, I think he's just going to succeed on stealth checks. Okay.
6: Yeah. So you're casting Guidance on Bast and I'm casting it on Elsie. I cast it on you. Oh, thanks. (laughs) Awesome. Guidance, (laughs)
2: Guidance, Guidance.
6: (laughs) You get a Guidance. You get a Guidance. Everybody gets a Guidance.
2: All right. Everybody roll. All right. Okay. We're
4: rolling stealth.
5: That is a total of 18 for Keol. Total of five. Come
6: on. Get a good roll. Total of twenty three. Wait,
4: what did it roll like
5: that? You oh, have 22. disadvantage because of your armor.
3: You got a twenty. You did get a twenty, but in four. Oh, yeah. I see. Oh. Plus a d
5: four. Plus a d four.
3: Damn, that sucks. You
2: have half plate, right? Yeah.
5: I'm thinking about getting that, but if it gives me disadvantage, I might not. You Picture can get a you. feat. Yeah, you can get a feed. Maybe to I will. To get wasn't... rid of the disadvantage, yeah.
2: I've got plans for when I level up.
4: Eighteen.
0: Kjol and Bast are equally stealthy. Dr. Belmore is the stealthiest of all, excluding Aelig, who is, for all intents and purposes, unknowable.
2: (laughs) He doesn't exist.
0: And then Elsie is just not very stealthy. I'm just walk-in normal. Elsie stands out like a star in the night sky as you round the corner (laughs) of this cavern (laughs) to find a... There's some, like, purple light coming in from a crack in the roof of this cavern. There's a cave that's maybe... She says that audibly loud. ...30 feet across. Yeah, uh, yeah.
5: (laughs) Wow!
0: (laughs) There looks to be essentially a studio apartment space where there's like a living situation set up and also like an artificer's lab. Comfy. There is a figure, a sort of androgynous strong looking gith just sit sat cross-legged on a makeshift bed kind of doing the dr strange thing where their he- their eyes are half opened and their head moves in strange ways and there's another figure a clearly female gith uh with just a big gun aimed at elsie i just like wander over and i'm like oh my god heru. uh the female figure who is not Heru, pointing a gun at you Elsie, says not one more step. Oh shit. Easy sister.
2: We come to aid.
4: I'm gonna sheath my weapon and like put my hands up. Kyol like...
2: will stand openly in the center of the group.
0: It's Tasa. Tasa says, Kyol, who are your friends?
2: Allies. Close allies. They helped me get here. <laughs> what
6: happened to the whole she lowers, you lowers we the just gun have... <laughs> like
0: a few degrees, like just below your feet. You look good. I don't feel good. Neither do I. I feel pretty good. Thank you, Elsie. Have you come to speak to Heru?
2: Indeed. I believe yeah, we have yeah. a few questions for him.
0: Heru has not spoken in a long time. Hasn't done much of anything in a long time.
2: I understand. My sister told me that. He was broken by my father.
0: Heru is about as close to death as a gith can be without falling in battle.
2: May I approach him? You may. I will approach. I'll get right up in front of him. Unakai is sitting next to him. Gingerly places a hand on his face.
1: What have they done to your father?
2: Wait, I have a single spell slot left. I'd like to cast Detect Thoughts. (gasps) I see. (laughs) Heru Kai has no surface thoughts. I will attempt to probe deeper then.
0: Heru is in a state of anguish. Heru has experienced prolonged emotional and mental trauma. They're just kind of like non functioning. But since you were able to sense that, you can tell that somewhere in there, Heru is like alive. And functioning to some extent.
3: So is he, like, comatose? Is that what you're like? you saying?
0: Essentially, yeah.
3: I will attempt to cast message. Not really expecting
2: much, but...
0: Uh, so, I actually... I think we should do a scene here. Ooh. You find yourself in Zan Hakarin, the monastery, mm-hmm. <clears throat> in Heru's old laboratory, which, when you find yourself in it, it is... Not yet in a state of total disrepair. It looks like it was hastily searched through. The door has been broken in, and through the doorway, you can see parts of the, the wall have crumbled in. There are flames and sounds of battle from outside, and Zeal stands before Heru, and you stand beside Heru, but you can tell you are more of a projection mm. into this mental <clears throat> construct. Mm-hmm. You have not traveled back in time to this event. You are simply in a mental reconstruction of this event.
2: Is Unakai in here with me?
0: Unakai is with you in the, like whatever form that you can normally see her as. You can see Zeol speaking to Heru, but you cannot hear
2: what the words he's saying are. They sound like you're underwater. Mm-hmm. I lean down. And Unakai also leans down next to me,
1: and we look at uh, Haru. Haru, can you hear me, old friend? Father, father, we need your help. Please, whatever's left of you, come back.
0: The the Haru standing before you doesn't speak, but you begin to hear his voice faintly. He just says, I cannot tell him.
1: I cannot tell him. I cannot tell him. Haru, it pains me to see you this way. I do not know if you can understand me, but know that I
2: will avenge our family. I'll try and put a hand on the projection. Mm. I will kill my father. I will
1: stop him from whatever he is planning. But please, if you can tell me anything that can help us rid ourselves of this loop you have created, or at least anything at all. uh, Slowly,
0: the zeal in the room his talking begins to slow down until it stops and haru looks away from zeal for the first time he doesn't look like he sees you but he looks like he's aware of some like s- something being in the room besides him and zeal and uh, he just looks confused at the moment he goes what
1: what is going on Heru? it is Kiol and unakai Kjol dead. We did not die. Gone. We survived together. We are here, father. Make
0: an intelligence check. Uh, 16. For the first time since you've come here, Heru looks at you. You can see in his eyes that he's not all there but he does, for the first time, look aware of your presence to some degree. For now, he just says again, Kjol and Unikai.
1: Yes, my friend. We are here. We need your help. I cannot tell him. I cannot tell him. You cannot tell him. But tell me what weighs on your mind. Trust us, father. Please. Unikai. gone. I am not gone, father. I am here. Kion.
0: Kion. Heru, he turns, but he, he looks like he's just looking
1: through Unakai. Unakai is with me. She did not die that day. She is here. I point to my head. Here. She survived. The ritual worked. Just as we planned. And she survived. The ritual. Heru. I put both hands on his hand. Tell me how to break the loop, or at least where to start looking. He, uh, like
0: weakly brings up a hand to put on yours. Anki Durai. He's mentioned Anki Durai before. Anki Durai. Tasakai, in her library, has tomes of times when the Gith were won. Anki Durai is a ritual combat that one can invoke. It hasn't been used for a long time, but a gith cannot refuse Anki Durai. If you're challenged, you accept. Otherwise, you are not gith. After he says Anki Durai to you, he looks back at Zeol and a tear runs down his
1: face. I understand, Haru. I don't know if we can help you. I hope we can. I have a faint idea.
2: And I put a hand on one side of his face, and Unakai puts a hand on the other side.
1: Loop. End. I hope to see you again. Truly you. When this is all over.
2: Unakai will place a kiss on the projection of her father, and I will end the spell. Well, I come back, I take a deep breath. <laughs> I turn back to the rest of you. I think I know how to end this.
6: Tell us then. How can we help?
2: It will not be simple.
6: Figured as much?
2: And it may be something I have to do on my own. Can I tell them. Okay. <laughs> about the Anki Durai. Is the Anki Durai a one on one challenge? No outside involvement. It is indeed. Alright, I figured Mano Imano. I must face my father in singular combat.
6: Another alone fight with him?
2: Last time. I was challenged to fight an Illithid. Afterwards, he and the rest of the Soldat tribe slaughtered myself and Bast. This time, though, it will be a fight to the death. Whoever wins will gain power. And hopefully, when I win, it will break the time loop.
6: I appreciate your confidence.
2: I have nothing else if not confidence. You see uh,
0: the body of Haru, which had been sort of sitting up and, like, Moving his head around occasionally. His head stops moving. He lets out a deep, long breath and begins to Hello. lean backwards until he I falls against the bed. All right. I catch the back of his head and I feel this pulse. Uh, it is getting slower and slower with every beat, more time
5: between each pump. Elsie,
1: do you have anything? Can you do anything?
5: Um,. Please. Yes. I mean, I I approach and I I place my hand on his chest and I cast cure wounds. All right.
3: Doesn't I, one of you literally have the spell save the dying? Spare the dying. I That's, do. Uh, I don't think that yeah. works for this.
0: I I I'll say because Elsie casts cure wounds. He he says with his his physical body mouth. He says cure. L- 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 and
2: Haru is he still alive
0: his eyes close and uh you haven't felt a beat of his heart in a little bit now
2: he just sort of holds Haru's hands in his the projection of Unakai also hand on Keol's and you see Keol has tears down his face
6: and i slowly walk over and kind of gently place my hand on his shoulder kind of hesitant because I don't know He if she's the
5: type of person, but... He doesn't move. Haru can finally rest. His mind is at peace. And his soul will go to the beyond and become another star in the sky to look down upon
1: us. I don't know I like if that. that's what happened to Gith. but That is a pretty thought. Gith have souls, the same as all other creatures. Some have souls. I'm not so sure about others.
6: From what you said about him, sounds like he
2: does. Heru, at the greatest soul of all. Kiol puts a hand on Heru's face, kisses his forehead. Hamal Golgith Harukai. He pulls away, stands up, wipes the tears from his face. I must prepare to challenge my father. This may be the fight of my life.
6: Ask your friend if it's safe for us to rest here.
2: That's he As much of
6: your strength as possible.
2: Would you permit us to rest here? You may. Also, do you know where the other members of our family are?
1: Deor? Any of the others? Mm. I do not. Well, the little fool better not get himself killed. Otherwise, it'll be a hell of a drill.
0: I believe him to be alive. Good. Although I cannot
1: know for sure.
2: I trust him. Hopefully, we will find him when this is all over. How are you feeling, Tassa? Truly. Are you hurt? Physically,
1: I am fine. A bit tired. Not wounded. I understand the feeling. Keol walks over, and puts a hand on Tasa's shoulder. I was worried you were dead. I could have easily been. You're more stubborn than that. I have living yet to do. That you do. And I
2: give her a big hug.
0: She hugs you back. Mm.
2: Pull back. Look at everybody else. I will take first watch. You all get rest. Tomorrow, I will kill my father.
3: Thank you so much for listening to this episode of New World, presented by Vitamin Dice. Once again, that's V-Y-T-A-M-I-N, Dice.
0: We hope you enjoyed listening as much as we enjoyed making it.
5: Look out for our social media presence so you can follow this campaign. If
2: you enjoyed the show, want to support us, and are excited for bonus content, then you should become a patron on our Patreon. Just look for Vitamin Dice.
4: And remember, 9 out of 10 doctors recommend a regular dose of vitamin D, and the D stands for dice.